Spring is in full swing, and summer is just around the corner. A great time for a beach getaway at the Oceanfront Boardwalk Plaza Hotel in Rehoboth Beach, Delaware. Enjoy the best of oceanfront accommodations and amazing dining right on the beach, both with great views of the ocean and boardwalk. Enjoy a soak in the heated indoor spa pool, or book the adults-only concierge level and relax in the rooftop hot tubs. Book online at boardwalkplaza.com or call 800-33. Beach. Thanks to the Boardwalk Plaza for being the Bridge Podcast Network sponsor. Story Jumpers, welcome to another episode of your favorite storytelling podcast. Are you ready to hear a great adventure? Of course, that's why you're a Story Jumper. Twas the morning of Easter celebrates the resurrection of Jesus through the eyes of Mary Magdalene. The beautifully illustrated story uses the familiar language and rhythm of the Clement C. Moore classic, Twas the Night Before Christmas. Enjoy this reading of Twas the Morning of Easter by Glenis Nellis, author of multiple children's books, including Twas the Evening of Christmas. Glenis Nellis was born and raised in a little village in northern England. Her writing reflects a deep passion for helping children discover joy in the world. This is Twas the Morning of Easter, written by me, Glenis Nellist, illustrated by Elena Selivanova, and published by Zonda Kids. Twas the morning of Easter before the sun rose. Two guards on a hillside were just trying to doze. You see, Jesus had died only three days before. A huge stone had been placed to seal the cave door. The disciples were sleeping, but tossed in their beds as visions of danger swirled round in their heads. Would they be arrested and led away too? Without Jesus, their leader, what would they do? In her small, quiet home, not too far away. Jesus' friend Mary was planning the day. She would go to the cave with perfume and spice in hopes that her gifts would make Jesus smell nice. The sun through the trees was just starting to peep at the guards on the hill who were now fast asleep. When all of a sudden there came an earthquake and the trees and the rocks all started to shake. The guards jumped in fright, then fell straight to the floor as the stone rolled away and unsealed the door. Then Mary arrived and crept up to the cave. She had to see Jesus. She had to be brave. But the cave was now empty. He just wasn't there. Mary sat down and wept and her cries filled the air. But suddenly, Mary heard someone behind. Dear woman, who is it that you hope to find? Mary jumped and turned round, so confused and afraid. Was this man the gardener, and why had he stayed? But the calm in his voice, the words that he said, soon let Mary know she had nothing to dread. Dear Mary, it's me, it's Jesus, your friend. My story's just starting, this wasn't the end. 
His eyes, how they twinkled, his smile so bright. Mary knew in a moment, but could she be right? She gasped in surprise and cried, Jesus, it's you. You came back to life. Your promise came true. Jesus nodded and said, but there's no time to lose. You must tell the disciples, go spread the good news. So she jumped to her feet and away Mary went. She'd a story to tell, a tale heaven sent. She ran without stopping and called through the door. Disciples, you've never heard this news before. Now Peter, now James, now Thomas, now John. I went to the cave. Jesus' body was gone. But he called me by name. He's alive, it is true. It's a miracle only our great God could do. Then the trees seemed to dance. Birds started to sing. All creation joined in to worship the king. He's alive, he's alive, the rocks cried in praise. The whole earth rejoiced on this day of all days. When later that night, Mary knelt down to pray, she thought about all that had happened that day. And the stars heard her whisper through soft evening light, Happy Easter to all, and to all a good night. Wow, story jumpers. What an exciting look at the resurrection of Jesus. Man, Easter has got to be one of my most favorite times of the year. Right now, we're going to talk to Glennis Nellis. She's the author of Twas the Morning of Easter. Glennis, how are you? I'm wonderful. Thank you, Andrew. And I'm delighted to be here. Well, we are really happy to have you. I've got to say, when I look at the illustrations and listen to the reading of Twas the Morning of Easter, I am just in joy. It's just wonderful. It brings a lot of smiles to my face and warmth to my heart. It's a really, really fun story. Oh, I know. That illustrator is completely amazing. I mean, God made me good at writing but God didn't make me good at drawing. And so (laughs) if I drew my own pictures, if I were my own illustrator, nobody would want to buy my books. (laughs) (laughs) Elena Selivanova is um, actually a Russian illustrator. She lives in Russia and I live in America, in Michigan. So obviously we've never met, but yeah, her style is just wonderful. Wow, that's pretty amazing how God brought you two together. Now, you didn't grow up in Michigan. You don't have a Michigan's accent. (laughs) This is true. I do not have a Michigan accent. I was born 4,000 miles away from Michigan in a country called England, if you've heard of that. And I am from the north part of England. It's just a little island, really. But we came to live in America. I came with my husband and our four young children. And we were only supposed to be visiting. My husband's a pastor, so he takes care of a church. And we were just visiting for six weeks to see what it would be like to preach in an American church or teach in an American Sunday school because I was a teacher in England. 
And so we did that for six weeks and went back to England. But we'd fallen in love with Michigan and the people and the churches and the weather. And so we came back one year later. And again, we were only supposed to stay here for five years, but we loved it so much that that was 20 years ago. So we live here now and we love it. But as long as you can understand my... my um accent then it's okay <laughs> it sure is i can understand it just just fine and i could listen to the the british or english accent all day long i love it so glennis your name it's quite unique i don't think i've ever heard of a glennis nellist before have you ever run into any other glennises well uh, very few my na- my first name glennis is actually a Welsh name. Wales is a little country next door to England. And my name is a Welsh name. So when I lived in England, I knew a couple of other people called Glenys. But then when I met my husband, of course, before I met him, I was Glenys Hughes, which is Hughes, again, is a Welsh name, quite common. But when I met my husband, his name was David Nellist. And at first I said to him, because, you know, when when a, a lady marries a man, you usually take their name. And I suddenly realized one day, oh, my goodness, I'm going to have two names that rhyme. Glennis Nellist. And I didn't like the sound of it. And I said to him, I love you but I might not marry you if you don't <laughs> change your name. <laughs> he, he wasn't open to being David Hughes? <laughs> no, he wasn't. <laughs> and now I'm very glad, Andrew, that I am Glennis Nellist because, as you said, I think I'm the only Glennis Nellist in the world, and so I'm easy for people to find. That is wonderful. That is really something. So you've written many books for children. I was astonished at how many books. Was it always easy for you to write or was it hard when you first started writing? Well, I've always loved to write. When I was a little girl, I remember I had a little desk. My dad was, he was a pastor, but he was also a teacher And he had um, a small office in our home in England. And I was lucky enough to have a little desk in the corner. And I can remember loving little pads of paper and pencils. And as a little girl, I would say that I started writing stories when I was probably, oh, in first grade. And so if anybody's listening today and you like writing, keep at it. Don't give up. I never knew when I was little that I could be an author. And so when you ask, was it hard? It was something I loved to do. And so it was wonderful to be able to be an author one day. But you do have to work hard at it. So, yeah, I'm I'm learning more all the time and trying to be a better writer all the time. Well, I I really loved your choice for this this book where you took uh, the classic 
rhyme scheme of "Twas the night before Christmas." A lot of people are familiar with that that story, and you took that rhythm and that rhyme and you and you made it your own, and you you shifted the story into the Easter story, which I thought was just brilliant. I thought it was great. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah, well, I guess that's another good reason for my name to rhyme. It must be because I love to write in rhyme. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. Yeah, but when my children were little, I always read to them on Christmas Eve the the classic Clement Seymour, "'Twas the Night Before Christmas," and I'm sure everybody listening probably knows those words, "'Twas the Night Before Christmas," when all through the house not a creature was stirring, not even a mouse. And it's a wonderful story, but that story is all about Santa, really. And who doesn't love Santa? I love Santa. I love Santa. Who doesn't? But the real hero of Christmas is not Santa, is it? The real hero of Christmas is Jesus. And so I thought it would be fun to take those words but write a story in rhyme about Jesus and so that was the first book towards the evening of Christmas and then it was my editor's idea to for me to write towards the morning of Easter an editor is a wonderful person who you need if you are a writer she or he is like your teacher they take your words and they make them better and so when she said, have you thought of writing Twas the morning of Easter? I said, no, but I'll go and do it right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was, that was inspiration for sure. And it worked out great. I love the story. Let me ask you something. If there was one thing in this world that you love most about God's creation, what would it be? Oh, Andrew, that is easy for me to answer. Because in God's creation, I love trees. I think I got it from my dad, who also was a tree lover, but I'm not very good at naming them. I don't really know the difference in a lot of the trees, but I just know that they're all lovely, whether it's spring when the new buds are popping out or whether it's winter, it's winter right here in Michigan outside my window and the trees are all bare but they're still beautiful you know so I love trees in all seasons and a lot of the time when I write that's where I do it outdoors under a tree because it just reminds me that God is all around. Well Glennis thank you so much for your time today thank you for reading us that wonderful story Maybe if everybody liked it, we could have you back to read another one. Oh, I would love that, Andrew. Yes, I'd be thrilled to. And I just want to tell boys and girls who are listening today, just find what God made you good at, because we're all good at different things. And then work hard at it and keep praying. And maybe you'll be an author one day or an illustrator or something else wonderful. Glennis, thank you so much for your time today. You're so welcome. Parents, Twas the Morning of Easter is a follow-up to the popular Twas the Evening of Christmas from beloved children's author Glennis Nellist. Twas the Morning of Easter reveals the joy and beauty of the resurrection of Jesus in a fresh, inspiring way. 
Using the classic cadence of Clement Seymour's iconic poem, "'Twas the Night Before Christmas," this gorgeous picture book shares the true story of Easter with little ones through read-aloud rhymes and engaging illustrations by Elena Selavanova. The eye-catching cover decorated in shining foil and embossing makes this book perfect for any Easter basket. Reading the story together is sure to be a treasured Easter tradition for years to come. Learn more about her books at glennisnellist.com.